This is Ellie and you're listening to the Meat and Potatoes Tarot Podcast. Welcome to everyone who's returning or popping in from elsewhere and welcome and thank you for your support to the members who are watching this video version on Patreon. Today we're going to be talking about the Eight of Wands and you'll notice that there are no people in this. Actually, there's no signs of life at all in this card. It's just about the wands, the sky and the landscape. There's a reason for this and as I'm going to be describing in more detail later in this episode, one of the things that the Rider-Waite right creators uh, of the cards were able to capture was all of the different elements of the human condition. But there's more to life than just the human condition. Yes, it makes up 99% of what it means to be alive. But there are two cards in the minor Akana suite, in addition to the ace cards, that don't have people. And there's a reason for that. Once you understand that reason, then you'll be able to see that there are certain things about life that, that are associated with the human condition, but do not form part of the human condition but they are necessary for life nonetheless. So with that, let's take a look at the Eight of Wands. Let's take a look at the Eight of Wands card. Eight wands, each with green buds, appear from a clear blue sky. They are tilted diagonally from the sky to the earth. The background is simple with greenery and a river of still water. Atop a faraway hill is a dwelling which appears tiny in the distance. In the upright position, the Eight of Wands represents change, motivation, getting your ducks in a row and travel in terms of motion generally. In the reverse position, the Eight of Wands represents unforeseen difficult event, family problems and business problems. Now in terms of symbols, other than the four Aces of the Minor Arcana Suite, the Ace of Wands is one of only two Minor Arcana cards that does not include people in its imagery. The other one is the Three of Swords. The reason for this is to focus on the primary meaning of the card, which is movement. To further emphasize this point, the wands are disproportionately large when compared to the other imagery in the card. The most important message in this card is the act of moving or traveling towards a potential outcome. Now, you can stretch the definition of travel to include going on a trip. However, primarily the travel that's implied in this card is that of movement. It's implied that the beginning of the movement took place beyond the left hand view of the scene, out of view and at the other end of each wand. The decision to act was inspired and therefore tilts downward from heaven. The right-hand view of the scene is where potential outcomes can be achieved on Earth. 
Can you see the buds of potential that appear at the one's end closest to its outcome? If we were to examine the card in its reverse position, suddenly, and in this particular instance, I think it's important to turn the card around. So let's take a look at it in reverse again. Examining the card in its reverse position, suddenly there is no potential in sight. This may describe obstacles, challenges, or an inability to proceed further. Alternatively, the directional force of the wands appears to derive from an opposite side. Perhaps this means an opponent has an upper hand. The parallel proximity of the wands shows that more than one action, whether supportive or challenging, may be in play at once. There may be many separate actions that need to achieve a single outcome or numerous problems that need to be put into perspective. The background landscape is a simple green and blue and relates to an open-minded freshness of what may be possible if everything is in place and the result is successful. The small white dwelling in the far distance atop a hill relates to man's ongoing desire to own a home, which is a long-time symbol of his achievements. If you were to ask me what I believe the overall theme of the Eight of Wands is, I would say, your motivation is a combination of inspiration and action. To manifest change, you will need both of these components. So that was a basic description along with the symbols related to the Eight of Wands card. It's a really interesting card and pretty easy, I think, to remember. You know, the description of what happens on the left hand side there, beyond the parameters of the card. We don't know where the inspiration is coming from, but we do know it's coming from somewhere inspired. Heaven sent, perhaps, or someone with a plan. And because of that, the inspiration travels down to earthly outcomes that can be quite fruitful, given the buds at the end of each of these ones. When we look at the card in reverse, it's almost as though it's come from the wrong place, that inspiration, or it could be misguided, or it could have obstacles and interruptions, sort of trickery associated with the action that may prevent the outcomes from being achieved. Also, we don't know how it's going to end and chances are it will end prematurely because the action ends up being cut off before it can get to its fruitful resolution. You'll notice that the symbols in the right away deck, once you get to understand those symbols, they are repetitive and consistent, which means once you understand them, you will understand the entire deck. Now in a future episode, I'm actually going to be focusing on the symbols in the Rider Waite deck. And we're going to go through each of the major symbols within the deck that appear throughout the deck. That means once you understand the relevance of those symbols, you'll be able to increasingly become very um, sort of well-versed in the language of the Rider Waite deck. You'll be able to see how so many people 
have made assumptions in the past about what a card may represent by kind of picking and choosing the relevance of symbols. When you understand tarot as a language, then you realize that, you know, it's like lettering in the alphabet. A Z is always a Z. An H is always an H. A T is always a T. And if you remember the meaning of those symbols, you'll be able to read any card anywhere in the deck, just like an experienced and authentic and competent tarot card reader. If you would like to see me put my knowledge of tarot into practice, you can always subscribe to the Ellie Dreams Down Under channel on YouTube. I produce a new video every day of the year and all of the videos are free. I cover a wide range of topics, including US politics, world, world affairs, the unexplained, mysteries, and I also do personal readings. All of the videos are free and they actually are produced at the request of viewers. I hope to see you there at some point. In the meantime, thank you so much for joining me here. Thank you for appreciating and providing positive comments on this podcast. The Apple Podcast Forum in particular blew my socks when I saw the feedback. It was incredible. Thank you so much for your support. Until next time, take care.